0: Warning, the views and opinions expressed in the following are strictly those of the relentless and may offend any snowflakes who lack drive and discipline. As a quam the to be, not to seem. This is Badger Actual. What's up? This is the Badger Actual podcast. I'm Travis Vaughn. Welcome back. Today, what I want to talk about is some leadership stuff. Uh, but really what I want to start with is, um, you know, looking at the country looking at where we're at right now and to give you a little context if you're not listening to this like the day it drops or the week it drops. You know, if you're listening to this uh you know a year from now, two years from now. We're in October 2020 dealing with all the COVID stuff. Uh you know, and we're dealing with the whole presidential election thing with Joe Biden and Donald Trump and we're dealing with you know a lot of uh I don't want to say I don't want to say division in the country, but there's a there's, a, there's the media trying to insinuate that there's a lot of division in the country is my belief, right? You can believe what you want. And it really comes down to a lack of solid leadership for an extended amount of time. You know, when I say a lack of solid leadership, what I'm talking about is a lack of someone who, you know, really can detach and look at things from like a 30,000-foot you know point of view and see what needs done you know for the best of our country you know and donald trump honestly right now is the only person who seems to not really give a shit what a lot of these politicians and stuff in the in the old boys club uh care which is why even though he's got some crazy stuff going on he's a little bit of a loose cannon right can't control his mouth all the time right now it seems like he's kind of the best bet you know, for our current for our current choices, you know, in the presidential election, I'm not going to make this about politics, but you know, there's there's totally room for improvement in in all the selections and candidates and opportunities that that we or options, I guess I should say that we have right now. You know, so before we dive deep into today, and I talk about this sometimes, what I really want to talk about, um, you know, I want to I want to mention the fact that when you're listening to this stuff, make sure that you're listening to it with the intent of, of actually learning, you know, and trying to get a little bit better. You know, there's a lot of like Andy Frisella says, success zombies floating around out there, you know, they soak up, they soak in these books, podcasts, motivational content, but they don't ever act, right? They never execute, they never go out and make stuff happen, which is a big problem in America today. It's a big problem in business today. It's a big problem in our government today. You know, there's a lot of talk, a lot of lip service, but there's not a lot of action. You know and even worse you know with some of us the only action that that some people take is to tell other people what they're doing wrong right but they they're pointing out the the, the speck sawdust in somebody else's eye right when they have a board in their own eye you know so what what you're gonna want to do is listen with the intent of improving yourself and this goes for anything that you listen to to try to get better anything that helps you grow anything that's designed to help you grow listening with the intent of trying to to grow and not with the intent of just telling people, other people, what they need to do better, right? Don't listen to what we're going to talk about here today and think, oh, I know seven people who need to hear this. And that might be true. You might know seven people or 10 people or 30 people who need to hear this, right? But the best way to help other people grow is to grow yourself first. You know, like John Maxwell says with the law of the lid, you can't help other people grow if you don't raise your lid first, right? So when it comes to, you know, you know, when it comes to, being a leader you know we're talking like I, I open this up with talking about where we're at politically right now in the country you can't lead others until you can lead yourself first you know and the most effective way to get other people to do shit the right way is to model it first you know is to, is to model it yourself set the example you know i mentioned it uh, like you guys know that we're in the financial service industry and you know i tell our supervisors and field trainers the people who teach our brand new representatives all the time that it comes down to you know teaching them the right things You know setting solid expectations for your your new people and setting that example that you expect from them right because you can't expect somebody to you know follow you if you don't set the example first you know because if you want to cultivate reliability in your team or the people around you or your family uh, or whoever it is or in a relationship you have to you have to be the embodiment of reliability yourself You know, you have to embody that reliability long before you expect other people to do the same thing. And what I'm talking about is probably the most important element of becoming a good leader aside from selflessness, you know? And basically what we're talking about here is unmitigated reliability, you know, meaning like barring like no circumstances, like factoring in zero circumstances, just being reliable no matter what the case is, right? You say you're gonna do something, you do it. You're asked to do something, you do it. You agree to do something, you make it happen, right? Um, you know, everybody knows at least one or two people that we'd call go-to players, right? Most of us want to be go-to players yourself. You're probably not even listening to this if you don't want to be a go-to player, right? You ever work somewhere where you're like, man, I just want to be like, like I, I, I want the boss that I respect to like hit me up and trust me to do stuff, right? You know, I, I want the ball. Pass me the ball, coach. Like let put me in, right? Let me play. Like most of us want to be like that. If you're listening to this, you're probably like A-type-ish, A-type-ish in your personality, right? And we all know people who are like that. They seem like every single time they get the ball, they just can't drop it, right? Everything that they touch turns to gold. And most of us want to be those kinds of people. You know, they're admired, they're respected, they're looked up to. You know, whatever they set their mind to, it gets done. Whatever the team or leader needs them to do, it gets executed aggressively and quickly. But the thing is, nobody is really born that way, right? They become that way. Some people are born with some talent. You know, some people are born with, I don't want to say a skill set, but a natural ability to to speak to other people, to have charisma. You know, to natural ability to be good athletically. Right? Some people are born with certain gifts, but nobody is a go-to player from birth. You know, they become it through their environment and through formative experiences. In one of John Maxwell's books, he talks about a guy visiting, you know, a tribe from Africa, and he asked. Uh, actually, I think it might have been him visiting, or I can't remember, but. Uh, you know, this guy, whether it was Maxwell or somebody else, asked one of the, the leaders, the elder of the tribe, he was like, uh, are any, were, were any great men ever born here? And the elder says, no, only babies have been born here, right? So, silly analogy, but that's true. You know, no great men are ever born. Everybody starts off in the same place. You know, not everybody might start off with the same money. You know, some people are born into money. That's great. I know a lot of people who are born into money who don't have any now you know some people were born broke you know that's tough but I know a lot of people who were born broke who have a lot of money now I also know people who were born with money who still live off their parents money but don't do anything great I also know people who were born broke and stay broke because they got a broke mindset so what characteristics are critical to embody if you want to be a go to player you know and I'll tell you I think it's three in my opinion and I've seen some stuff when it comes to this is ownership responsiveness execution you know ownership we talk about it all the time in this show you know Jocko willing talks about it he has a book called extreme ownership if you haven't read it I would it's awesome but it's not a coincidence that go-to players have ownership you know what is ownership ownership isn't owning things literally from a monetary standpoint I mean I guess it is but that's not what we're talking about like owning results think about it that way owning the outcome of a scenario if you want to be a leader when stuff goes wrong it's your fault and when stuff goes right it's because of the team and there's no in-between when stuff goes well you don't get the credit the team gets it and they should when stuff goes wrong it's your fault when stuff goes wrong on my team my fault when stuff goes well they did a great freaking job and the reason that you have to own stuff especially the bad stuff is because you want to be if you're a leader it's like a verb right that means that you're leading it's an action that means that you're going places right and if you're going places that means that you've got to you've got to make adjustments you've got to guide the way right And if you're not able to take ownership over every single thing that happens or doesn't happen in your life Then that means you don't actually have control over the direction that you're going And if you don't have control over the direction that you're going then you shouldn't be the leader or a leader right, so you got to take ownership and it doesn't come overnight. All this stuff comes with practice and repetition and trial and error and mistakes and you're going to fail and fail and fail and fail and you're going to make mistakes and you're going to go in a direction where you feel like, hey, I'm really owning this stuff and then you're going to make a mistake and you're going to blame somebody for something, right? It's all right. Stuff happens. You just got to make sure that you get back on track. The second thing, responsiveness, right? Is when somebody that is your mentor or maybe your leader or even your people any of those right your your employees subordinates downline whatever when they need something or ask you for something or call you or text you or email you you better be on the ball right people respect people who are responsive people can rely on people who are responsive what did we talk about earlier unmitigated reliability right Responsiveness is so crazy. It's ridiculous You know and sometimes you'll you'll see people who make a lot of money or are super successful they though big-time people, right? Like oh, I don't have time to talk to this person book it with, you know book it with my assistant or something like that Or like hey good luck. I don't, I don't even have time to talk to you. Don't even bother me, right? And you'll see some people starting out in leadership trying to act that way because they think that that's how you're supposed to act Listen man, you will never be too good to help your people. You know, that's the most important thing is to make sure that you're responsive. Maybe not the most important thing, but it's equally as important as all the other ones. Right? If you if you're not responsive, if you do things on your own time, on your own uh, at your own pace, right? You're not going to you know, leadership action. You're not going to be going in the direction that you need to go. You might not even be moving at all. And then the, the third one, execution. And I think it was Patton who said that a good a good plan executed with violence today is far superior than a great plan never executed. At that, think uh, Like that don't even need an explanation. You know, we were talking about before, the success zombies, like Andy Frisella calls them, right? Like listen to content, absorb content, but never execute on it. You know, that'd be like if you're in sales, right? And we do some sales in our financial service, right? A lot of sales, actually. And we teach sales. And, and more so relationship building than sales because sales is just a transfer of belief. But regardless, let's talk about that for a second. If you want to get better at closing a deal, right? Transferring your belief in a product or a service to somebody and you listen to five hours of sales coaching a day, or you, you come to me and you're like, hey, Trav, I want to get better at, at closing deals, right? And we talk for, like, I let's say I teach you for a half hour and we practice it for, or let, let's say, I te- actually, let's just say I teach you for two hours. If we practice it for a couple hours, you're going to get better. I teach you for two hours and then I give you an, a homework to go home and practice it either by yourself or with a friend or something like that, and you don't do it. But But I teach you, but you don't do it. Or grant cardone teaches you but you don't practice right or you listen to a podcast about it but you don't ex- execute on the practice right how much better are you going to get at closing sales i'd say maybe two or three percent just because you absorb some knowledge on it but you're not going to get that much better you know let's say your problem is you're not doing enough activity to get in front of clients if You know, you could you could get advice from me or from again, Grant Cardone, Ryan Steumann, right? Whoever But you get that advice, but if you don't execute on it What how many more clients are you gonna be sitting in front of well none? Because you're not executing on it, you know We all get caught up in this where we learn we learn we learn we absorb content read study right post motivational quotes post inspirational quotes But then do we ever act on it? Do we ever make stuff happen? You know, so this unmitigated reliability is basically another way of saying leadership. You know, I said earlier that most people want to be this kind of person, but the problem is that they really don't want to be this kind of person because what they want is the recognition and respect that comes with being a go-to player, but they don't, what they don't want is to have to go through the work and the sacrifices and the uh, discomfort that it takes to get you there because doing this stuff is stuff that most of us are not naturally um, used to doing. And while we're not used to doing something, we're not comfortable doing it because we're not confident that we could do it effectively and we're afraid that we're going to look silly trying it. And that's true, we probably will, but not nearly as silly as you think you're going to look. A leader needs to be the go-to player for his or her people and for their, their leadership if they have any otherwise they just shouldn't be leading you know you got to be that person who is there when a problem comes up you have to be the problem solver i'm not saying you got to be an easy button but you got to be the helping hand you know and you could be sitting here thinking like oh i don't have a team oh well you know i'm i'm not going to have a big team anytime soon i i don't have a company i don't i'm 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 going to start a company, but I don't plan on hiring anybody for at least two years It doesn't matter where you you are in this process again You got to be able to lead yourself before you can lead other people. Are you do you have unmitigated reliability with yourself? first Because you got to be able to trust yourself To handle the things that you need handled in order for you to be able to trust yourself to handle all these these things for other people I know it sounds silly, but you don't just start leading when you have people to lead You already got the most important person that you need to figure out how to lead right now And it's the person that stares right back at you in the mirror It's also the hardest person in the world to lead So what do you want? Do you want to do your own thing and be comfortable, stay in that quote-unquote comfort zone? Or will you sacrifice and lead? Yourself first and then others With unmitigated reliability and if you want to be a great leader you got to keep growing and improving said it like four times leadership is a verb it's fluid you're moving that's why a leader is needed it ain't called stationary it's called leadership you know as soon as you stop getting better you stop being a great leader and if you want to be a great leader until you die you can never stop growing you know that doesn't mean your life won't become amazing because it absolutely will but you got to keep growing. And once you you start, it's fun, it's addictive. And you're going to go through bumps in the road and some discomfort and growing pains, but it's fun. And even if you're not in a leadership position yet, you need to be that go-to player. You got to have a desire to get there. You know, otherwise you're not the right type of person who should be listening to this right now. And it's the same reason, the reason I'm, I started talking about what's going on with our country right now is the same thing. Imagine if every single politician in office had this type of mindset, this type of mindset where you take ownership over responsibility. I might have talked about it on here before, but I read an article a couple, like a year ago where there, or maybe a couple months ago where there was a governor in Maryland or something like that who said that it's not his fault that the, the crime rate is, is higher right now. Right. Like, okay, I understand you're not the one committing the crime, but who's the leader? You're the leader. Figure it out because you're not going to be able to fix something that mayor or governor, whoever it was, can't fix that crime rate problem if he's not going to take leadership and ownership over the problem. You can't fix something if you don't take ownership over it. I don't mean being like control freak when I say ownership. I mean saying, hey, this is my fault. What do I need to make happen to fix this? and then doing it and you know really if every single person in business were like this think about how many more billionaires there would be out there because the more problems you solve the more money you make I hope everybody understands that I hope you guys get that the more problems you solve the more money you make The more problems you solve, the more people who need problems solved will be attracted to you and you'll be able to help them solve their problems. You know, sometimes that's helping other people make money. Sometimes that's helping other people with their business. Sometimes that's helping your clients with the product or service that you have, right? But when you make yourself the right type of person, you attract the right type of people. But you can't make yourself the right type of person without taking ownership of who you are right now. When, you know without being responsive and reliable to other people and without executing on what you know needs executed You know right now I'm making a new training program for our team in the financial service uh, business that, that uh, myself and my rest of my leadership team we have here and This new training program for our team. I'm really excited about it, but I needed to make uh, There were like four videos I needed to make yesterday and I pro like in my badger book, you know, which I've talked about before and I'll probably record an episode on just the badger book and how that works soon. But in my badger book, I had to do two videos, right? Minimum for that. But I really needed to get four of them done. And yesterday I just locked myself in my office, actually where I'm sitting right now, and I banged those videos out. You know, and there was a lot of other stuff going on that I needed to do, but I... I executed on what I knew needed done. I took ownership over the fact that it wasn't done yet, and executed on what needed done, right? And I was very happy after I did it, right? There were other things that I would have rather done, but I didn't. I did that. You know, what if you took that mindset every single day? Maybe you're a sales rep, and it's your job to make phone calls to set appointments, so you can sit down with clients and help them, uh, you know, buy a product or a service or a financial product or whatever right what if you just plowed through that with enthusiasm with a smile on your face and embrace the suck of that right and just got it done got after it and got it done now, think about what your life would look like a year from now if you just put your head down and did it and if you're not in a position like that and you'd like to be in a position like that yeah you can hit me up on instagram or something it's at travis r vaughn And I could hook you up probably depending on what type of person you are But man if you are in a position like that Where you can make unlimited income with just a strong work ethic Like man imagine what your life would look like in a year making over two hundred thousand dollars a year three hundred thousand dollars a year whatever you decide Just from putting your head down for a year two years And grinding through it and getting great at whatever it is that you want to be great at I'm not just talking in sales I'm not just talking in financial services you know which is like my niche but anything because really anything is some type of sale right any type of business is some type of sale you're transferring your belief if you build, if you build a team, right? Even if you're not directly in sales, and you uh, you build a team of people to help you accomplish your goal, you got to sell them on the goal. You know, like Ed Mylett talks about, you got to be evangelical about your goal, which means you need to own who you are right now, so you can take that execution and action and make it happen. All right. I don't really have anything else to say on this this matter right now. Because what we just talked about for like the last 20 minutes, man, if you get this done and execute on this, and I'm saying this to myself just as much as I'm saying this to you guys right now, because I do this a lot, but I'm not perfect. There's times I don't want to get out of bed in the morning. You know, like Jocko Willing said, there's times he doesn't want to get up out of bed at 34 in the morning, but we get after it anyway, more times than we don't you will get after it anyway more times than you won't go out make something happen today you know i'm recording this in the morning because i do my best thinking in the morning but no matter what time you're listening to this take some sort of action right now that's going to get you closer to your goal like right now when we get off here take some sort of action that's going to get you closer to what you're trying to get out of life i don't care if it's nine o'clock at night if you don't work out yet Do 50 push-ups. I don't care if it takes you one set or 10 sets. Right? If you said that you were going to eat healthy today, at least, and it might be 10.30 at night, at least go chug 16 to 20 ounces of water. It's a step in the right direction. And then do it first thing when you wake up. Chug some water and do your push-ups if you don't have a gym. If you have a gym, dude, hit it hard. Right? take some action to get where you need to go if you're behind on your progress for the month if you're in sales because I know a lot of you guys probably are you know what needs done you're just afraid of the discomfort of doing it you know the pain of moving towards you know where you say you want to go in your mind is greater than the pain of staying where you're at and you got to flop those pains around Make it more uncomfortable for yourself to stay where you are right now. All right, Go out and make some stuff happen today. If you got some value out of this or you feel like this puts you in the right state of mind to go out and blow it up, then drop a review. Leave us five stars. Really appreciate it. Helps the ratings and all that stuff. And then you can follow me on Instagram if you want to hear any more of this stuff like this. If you don't get enough of it from the show, it's at Travis uh, And I will talk to you guys next time. Let's kill it dominate with discipline. Badger Actual out.